I'm Neil Tombe, and this is Muscle Memory, a podcast that explores the decisions we don't think about much, but probably should. Here's today's episode. Say Gesundheit. I was just putting our older son, Bo, down for his nap, and I could tell he was almost asleep because it had been just four or five minutes before he had really, before, and he had really settled down, and so he was settled down, and then I felt it. I felt it coming through my sinuses, across the the bridge of my upper lip, and then it came out and I just sneezed. And then I sneezed again. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, crap. Now is Bo going to wake up? Did I miss the nap window? But I just sat there quietly and listened. And Bo didn't say, bless you. Or as he says, bless you, but he didn't say it. And I was thinking, one, oh, thank goodness he's asleep. So now I can, you know, leave his room and go do something else and let him sleep. But I also was thinking, huh, he is so little. He is just over two, two and change. And he already knows this custom that we have, which is to say, bless you after someone sneezes, which... I thought it was really interesting, and I was just thinking about how how such a human custom it is. So I, I did a little research, and I'll put the link to this Wikipedia page in the show notes. And I was wondering if saying "bless you" is something that happens across the whole world, or if it's just a Western thing, or you know, places that are derived from Latin languages or Germanic languages. And it turns out. There are different customs after someone sneezes in different languages across the world, across continents. And you know, there's there's this page, and it has all these and different languages and responses. And some of them are referencing God. Some of them are health health related. Some say, "May you live long." Some are understood or godded, and there there are all these interesting responses to sneezes and some of I'll just sample through I'll scroll through this Wikipedia page and some of the languages are Albanian or Arabic or Bangala or Basque or Cant um Cantonese and in some I guess in some places uh for Chinese, Korean and Japanese speakers it's very rare to even respond to a sneeze which is interesting in its own right but in southern Chinese culture it says sneezing in southern chinese culture means that someone is speaking ill behind your back um so it's it's or dutch or or georgian or icelandic or indonesian or burmese or kurdish or uh lugandan or in Luga, in the luganda language or marathi or navajo hawaiian norwegian nepali um afrikaans Serbian, Romanian, Telugu, uh, Kiswahili, you know, so there are Uzbek, there are all the Yoruba, there are all these expressions for different uh, responses to sneezing. And, you know, it's interesting to maybe figure out, well, why did certain cultures start to say these expressions in the first place? But what I was starting to think about is, even though we, we don't know that, even though we we know that 
you know, sneezing has, is this biological response to irritants in the nose or whatever, you know, a doctor will tell you about sneezing. You know, we know that it may not have to do with, you know, someone speaking ill behind your back or, or whatever, but we, we, we still say these expressions. Now, why do we still say these? And I, I was thinking about it and I was thinking about saying, bless you, like, like a secret, it's like a secret handshake almost where, if you know to say bless you, like an alien wouldn't know to say bless you. It wouldn't be an obvious thing for an alien as to why we say God bless you after someone sneezes. And and when you live in a culture, it's this way of communicating to someone, I see you, I'm one with you, we're part of the same group, we're part of the same culture. I understand what it means to be part of this culture and therefore because you sneezed, I'm saying gesundheit or whatever uh, response is appropriate in that language in that region of the world. And it feels so great when someone acknowledges you like that. And I'm thinking back to New Year's Day when we had a, a I guess I'm laughing because of the name, uh, we had a family event called Haruka Palooza. And basically what it was is my, my brother-in-law, my brother's a uh, fiance is from Japan. Uh, he met her while he was living in Japan and they both still live there. And uh, they come home for the holidays and Christopher and Haruka uh, don't get a chance to see every member of the family individually. So um, my parents, meaning Robin's parents, uh, just had the whole family over, extended family over to their house on New Year's Day. And we just called this, happened to call it Haruka Palooza. And my mom came uh, because my mom had not met Haruka and she has heard a ton about her. And Haruka had spent a little bit of time in India earlier in her life, you know, in the past five, 10 years, I think. And so she spoke just a, just a couple licks of Hindi still, which is pretty cool. Uh, and my mom was meeting her and saying, it's so great to meet you. You know, you know, I'm so happy you're here. So happy you're engaged to Christopher and Haruka she responds and says danyavad which is kind of a hindi word for thank you and when she said it i i just felt so seen i felt so respected like she had you know made this great grand overture of acknowledgement when all she said was thank you she said something that was the secret handshake that demonstrated to us that she knew who we were and she and we were part of the same culture and tribe. Now, of course, these sorts of secret handshakes aren't always wonderful, right? Because, you know, and not to get political, I guess, but a, a case that has been recent in Southeast Michigan was a case where there was uh, some kind of religious sects in a certain religion that were performing on the sly what the lawyers would call in the in America would call genital mutin, mutilation, right? Which is a cultural practice in that part of the world. But and that's a secret handshake, right? Like what we do, people like us do things like this, right? People like us do this to our children when they're young, right? And I'm trying to say this without passing any sort of pejorative judgment. I'm just trying to use it as an example. Um, if you want my views on that, we can talk outside. But so that's like one example of a secret handshake that people like us do things like this. And if you do this, you're part of us. And it's an acknowledgement 
that you understand the customs, right? Another example is fraternity or even outside of fraternities, uh, but hazing in general on college campuses, right? People like us do things like this. The way you get through into this fraternity or this college group or sports team or professional organization or whatever is you've got to do these things and this physical stuff. You have to drink all this booze or you have to do this across during a party or whatever it is, right? People like us do things like this. That's the secret handshake that lets you know that you see each other, right? And those are harmful, right? And so I'm not trying to suggest that these secret handshakes are all good, but I still think that we should st still keep saying Gesundheit and that and that saying of God bless you or Gesundheit or Salud or whatever is a muscle memory decision. Like for me, it's a muscle memory decision to say it. And when Bo didn't say it, I was waiting, expecting him to hear it uh, because if he was awake, he would have definitely said it. And that's a muscle memory decision to say these things. And these secret handshakes, these cultural handshakes are muscle memory things for a reason because they acknowledge their signs of us acknowledging each other. And some of these, again, these handshakes are bad, but I think we should still keep saying Gesundheit and those sorts of things because saying Gesundheit is an example of a, a secret handshake and a watchword that is inclusive. If, if someone comes and moves here from another country and they can very easily learn that we as a people when someone sneezes, we say, bless you. And if they start saying, bless you, they can be part of the group and be part of the culture and show that they are part of it or and we are part of them. Or if someone is a newcomer and comes to my home and says, and sneezes, maybe if I say, bless you, or the equivalent in their native language, I can show them that I care about them enough to have thought about the custom and to make them feel welcome in my own home. So this is a muscle memory decision. And again, not all, not all cultural handshakes are great. And some of them are very damaging. But in the case of saying Gesundheit, it's one that I think we should keep doing. Hey friends, uh, it's Neil. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of Muscle Memory. If you have been enjoying the show, I would really appreciate it. One, if you let me know what you thought so I could make it better, leave me some feedback or a question, and you can do that through the link in the show notes. Uh, or if uh, you've been enjoying it, uh, if you can think of a friend or a family member who would uh, enjoy it, uh, I just ask that you share it with them. Uh, because if they'd enjoy it, uh, I would love for them to hear it. Uh, or you could also leave a review on uh, whatever app you use to get your podcasts. And certainly I will leave the link to that uh, Wikipedia page that I mentioned that talks about responses to sneezing. It's really, really interesting and it's worth a 90 second perusal. It's just really fascinating. And a question to leave you with is, uh, what kind of cultural handshakes do you have in your family or, or your culture? I'd, I'd really be interested, uh, one, so that I could you know be better acquainted with you uh, but also to just learn a little bit about the different subtle nuanced things that uh, you see happening uh, in your neck of the woods or your part of the world or in your particular family. Uh, and that's all for today. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, be well. <laughs>